welcome back to Wildflower Women. My name is Megan Princewill, and I am solo again this episode. I'm going to go ahead and continue with the series, Stories of Faith and Hope. Uh, if you listened to the last episode, I kind of gave you a uh, foundation on what we were going to be talking about the next few episodes, Stories of Faith and Hope. And Amy, my fabulous co-host, has not been feeling well. Uh, she's had a, a scratchy voice, and so she, we, I didn't want to wait and not get this episode recorded. So she will be back with us soon, and we will hear stories of faith and hope from her. But I figured since I have time and it has been two weeks, I didn't want to wait anymore. And I would go ahead and jump on with some of my stories of faith and hope. Um, I want to read a verse or read a little passage out of Psalm 143. And in this chapter, uh, David is talking about uh, just being in the in the fire uh, life is just kind of rough right now and so um in verse three he says for the enemy has pursued me crushing me to the ground making me to live in darkness like those long dead my spirit is weak within me my heart is overcome with dismay i remember the days of old i meditate on all you have done i reflect on the work of your hands and that's what I want to focus on. Verse five there, it says, I remember the days of old. I meditate on all you have done. I reflect on the work of your hands. And that's what we're talking about in this series on stories of faith and hope is just reflecting, reminding ourselves of those moments when God was faithful. God is always faithful, but there are moments in life when we see the hand of God, we see the faithfulness of God. And sometimes we kind of, take it for granted or we get distracted, you know, if it's, you know, God does something really cool and then life gets hard again and we f are so focused on how hard it is. We're so focused on uh, the enemies that are pursuing us or, you know, that it feels like we're being crushed and we're so, we're so overwhelmed by the current situation that we forget what God has done. And when I was talking last episode about why we're doing this, it is to reflect on those moments uh, when we had faith and God came through and the things that we hoped for and the, just building up our hope, getting our hopes up. Uh, you know, we are, we were, we were created to, to, live in the fullness of what of what God has for us and in his dreams and his plans for us and and the you know in, in Jeremiah 29 11 it says he he's got a hope for us a future and a hope and so getting our hopes up and and I talked about you know reflecting on those those moments and so in this in this chapter David is pouring out his heart. You know, he feels like he's, his spirit is broken. His heart is overcome. He feels like he's being crushed in darkness. The enemy is pursuing him. But in the middle of that, he says, I will remember the days of old. 
I will remember you. I will meditate on all you have done and I will reflect on the work of your hands in the middle of this. And then he goes on after that and he says, answer me quickly, Lord, my spirit fails. Don't hide your face from me or be, or I will be like those going down to the pit. Let me experience your faithfulness in the morning for I trust in you. Um, may your gracious spirit lead me wipe out those who attack me and it's in the middle of this he's 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 stating what is happening the enemy is crushing him but he stops and he says but i will remember what you've done and so these stories of faith and hope it's meant to remember what god has done and for for us to share with you uh, moments, stories of faith and hope and, and allow our faith to grow and our faith to be increased and just our hearts to be reminded of what God has done and thinking back on things that God has done. And, and this little story of faith and hope that I'm going to share with you, I honestly have not thought about it. It's, it's, Every, every so often, it'll be a fleeting thought in my mind and then I move on. But when I stopped just in, you know, a few moments ago and I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and record this episode. I'm going to go ahead and share this story of faith and hope. This one just came to my mind and I was like, that's the one I'm going to share because it encouraged me in that moment. Um, and so reflecting on that and, and it helps, it helps me to remember what God has done. And in telling these stories, it helps you to see what God has done in someone else. But then it also can encourage you to reflect in your own life, to remember what God has done, to remember the days of old, to to meditate on what he's done and to reflect on the work of his hands because he is faithful. And so this little story of faith and hope that I wanted to share with you, uh, uh, several years ago, um, when my husband and I first got married, we will be married uh, six years in March. And when we first got married, we, uh, it, we only survived because we paid our tithe and God is faithful to his word. Uh, there's no way that if you had looked at our finances, if you, if you calculated what we needed to go, what needed to go out and what was coming in, they did not match up at all in that. It was, it was very scary at times. Um, but we knew God had us and we, we, we were steadfast determined that we were going to continue and allow God to show up. And he did, he did in so many ways, but in that time, we, um, we were barely, you know, we, we never went hungry. We never, you know, our lights never got cut off. We never missed a payment. There was one month that we got to the end of the month and we did not have rent. And we were, you know, okay, God, we don't know what to do. Like we, we don't have rent. How are we, how, what are we going to do? And our landlord was a beautiful, beautiful friend of ours. She is, she was just a godsend in that moment, in that time of our life. And she 
got a mail at the house that we were renting and she asked me to open it up because she didn't live she lived off away and she told me to just open it up and it was a check and it was it almost the exact it was a little bit over like I want to say like $60 over what our rent was and um I had already told her you know we're we're we'll pay we're we'll we're gonna pay rent um it we may be if if it's okay uh if we can pay half of it it, we may be a couple of days late but we'll we'll pay the rent we'll pay our rent and she wasn't worried about it and you know like I said she was wonderful to us and absolutely God sent person in our life that uh just became family to us but she already knew whenever I, you know, she got the, the mail and got that check in the mail. She already knew that we were in a place where we were kind of struggling just a little bit. And, and she said, you know, that it was ended up being a refund of some sort. And she was like, I thought that I had already gotten that refund. I thought it was automatically deposited, but I guess that they didn't do that. I guess they just sent me a check. And so I, I don't actually I'm not in a place where I need it. So just go ahead, take that to my bank, deposit it for me, and don't worry about rent this month. And that was one of those moments when I had always heard stories growing up of of people, you know, needing, having a, a need and just being at the end of their rope and then someone showing up with groceries at their front door or going out to the mail and checking the mail and getting a random check in the mail. And, and so I had never really lived. I mean, I've, I've had other moments in life where I lived, I spent most of my adult life on my own up until the last couple of years in that place where I lived by just whatever miracle God did, but it wasn't it was never um, that specific. It was always just God would, God was taking care of me. Um, and it, now looking back as I'm talking about it, it actually was always like that. It just never seemed like that because it was never somebody knocking on the door or me checking the mail um, and just being absolutely destitute and just needing it and not being able to find a way to do it, to to fix the situation. And and God just, you know, he, he was just always faithful. He's always been faithful. But in that moment, it was, it was such a neat experience to be, you know, a day, I think we were like a day late on rent already. And, and it was, oh, you know what? Don't worry about it. Just deposit that. And so God took care of us. And I, I tell you that, cause that's actually not the story of faith and hope that I was going to share that that was just the pre-story, but it turned out to be a story of faith and hope. So there you go. You got an extra one. But the story that I was, that I am leading up to is in that time, we were, there were, we had a lot of dreams. Um, We had a lot of things that we wanted to do and that we felt like we could do. And, and, and the, where we lived, like I said, the, the house that we were renting, it was absolutely a blessing from God. Uh, but there, it wasn't, it wasn't a forever home. You know, we were, we were renting it for one, but I mean, it was an older home. We were 
always cold in the wintertime because the heat didn't come to the bedroom. Um, we were hot during the summertime because the air didn't come to the bedroom. Uh, it just wasn't always comfortable. We had mice that would come in and you know, we, we got a cat specifically to deal with the mice because we couldn't figure out where they were getting in. And it was just an old home. And so we were constantly having to, to do things. Um, and so it, it was, it just wasn't, it wasn't exactly, a, you know, we weren't living a dream life by any stretch of the imagination. It was a blessed life and a life that was just swimming in the faithfulness of God, but we wanted more and we knew that there was more. And so at some point, I don't even know, um, I want to say it was just a couple of months after we got married, I wrote down, I think it was probably 10 or 11 um, different uh, statements of, of hope, basically. This is, you know, we, we will, da, 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 we, in, in Jesus name, like, and, and it was this, this list of different, of, of 10 or 11, 12 different statements that we were believing for, that we were holding out and we had faith that God was going to do it. And so that we, I, I want to say we moved into our house actually. And this is what made me think of this story is because yesterday was the, a year since we uh, purchased our home and we moved in a year ago yesterday and I found that paper when we were unpacking or when we were packing up the house I found it and it, it was in a drawer and I had forgotten about it and I think it had been I think it, I think I wrote it in 2016 sometime almost a maybe in the summer of 2016 uh, and then we moved at the end of or in November of, of 2020 so uh, we're, we're it was a bit you know four years later I had written this this note and I had forgotten about it and put it in a drawer and it was I was reading it and I just I I just had to stop and I called my uh, my husband and I was like, babe, would you look at this? And there was almost every, I think there was one on that list that had not been, that God had not already fulfilled. And it was, it, in the, it was so, it was so amazing because in the moment that I wrote those things, they seemed like impossibilities. They seemed like things that that we would never see like it, it just seemed so distant that it, it was so out of my hands and out of our control that the only way these things were going to happen was the faithfulness of God and him answering and 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 bringing those things to pass and the hope and the faith that we had to have or that in, in me, for me, that moment that I had to have when I wrote those things down. And we looked back and it, like I said, I think it was all but one of them had been fulfilled. And it was so amazing to be able to see in black and white right there on that piece of paper, the faithfulness of God 
and reminding myself of how faithful he is and and that's what i what i i want and what we we hope comes from this is 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 remembering the faithfulness of god he is so faithful and even in times when it feels like nothing has happened because i'll, I'll i promise you in those those years those four years from writing that the, that list till I found it last year, the four years I there I lived in a place of God. When are you going to show up? I know I know you're faithful, and I know that we're walking this road. This is a hard road. I know that we're walking this road um, because you've got a plan for it, and I know that you're you're moving, and I know that you're going to answer, but. I don't, I can't see your hand moving, but then stepping back four years later and looking back at what I was believing for and all of those things had been fulfilled. Every single one of them, except for, like I said, I, I think it may have been actually all of them, but I think it, I think one of them was something that we were still believing for it. And I, the note is packed somewhere safe again and I bet if I could look at it now a year later it would be um that last one would be checked off but it was just and they like I said it was those things that I felt like were impossible and I had I had nothing to go on but faith in God and hope that he was going to do it and and then he did and like I said these these stories are are really to try to, to, I wish that I could stay in that mindset. You know, I wish that I could live every moment of my day remembering that he's faithful. And I, I hope that I can, you know, that that's my prayer now is, you know, God, I, I want to, I want to stay mindful of how faithful you are because we hit so many roadblocks you know we run into so many walls we walk through so many trials and the the heat gets turned up and and everything feels like it's fallen apart and and we walk we're walking through it it feels like day after day there's more there's one more thing that's fighting us but god is so faithful and in those moments when it feels like god are you there God, are you going to answer? God, why is why is this happening like this? I've been praying for this for so long. God, why hasn't happened yet? What did I what have I done so wrong that's keeping you from answering? Why can't why don't why do you, did I you know all the questions, the why's and the how's and the wins and and all of the questions. But my prayer for me and for you is that in these moments when it's it's just hard that rather than looking at the situation and rather than looking at how hard it is and rather than looking at how impossible it seems, when we look at those situations, when we wake up in the morning and they're right in our face and we're going through our day, that in those moments that we would look through them, that we would look through those situations and through those circumstances and see a flashing reminder of his faithfulness that will carry us through it because that is hope. That's the hope that we need, that he is going to be faithful. We have faith that he is faithful. We have hope that he is going to do 
what he said he would do. And rather than seeing the circumstances, rather than seeing the situation, we see a reminder of his faithfulness, that we meditate on that when we're in the middle, just like in Psalm 143, when David was in the middle of this psalm, in the middle of it, he starts off talking about how bad it is, how bad it is. I don't know if you've ever, um, if you've ever dealt, if, if you've dealt with anxiety or um, grief in any way, you might understand that feeling of being crushed. I know that for me, uh, when I, the first few months after we lost the baby, it was, I, I, I every moment of the day, I felt like, I physically felt like I was being crushed. It felt like I could never take a deep breath because it felt like I just had a hundred pounds just sitting on my chest and it felt like my, my ribs were caving in on my heart and my lungs and I couldn't breathe because I felt like I was being crushed. And, and this is David, he's saying, for the enemy has pursued me, crushing me to the ground. He felt crushed. He felt completely overwhelmed. Everything looked like it was falling apart around him. And not only was it falling apart around him, but it was falling apart on top of him. It was crushing him. His spirit was weak within him and his heart was overcome with dismay. But right in the middle of it, he said, I remember the days of old. I meditate on all you have done. I reflect on the work of your hands. And then in verse, the verse six, it says, I spread out my hands to you. I know that you were it. I know I'm looking through this situation and on the other side of it, I'm looking through it because this situation is temporary. The situation is not permanent. The situation is not forever. The circumstances are not set in stone. They are temporary and I'm looking through them as they are just a vapor of something that's going on and this will this too shall pass. This will end. So I'm looking through this and on the other side of it, I see the rock. I call to the rock. I run to the rock that is higher than I. I run. I see the rock of my salvation. I see Jesus on the other side of this and he is standing there saying, trust me. Trust me. Remember Remember, remember, I've been faithful before and I do not change. If I have been faithful, I will be faithful. If I was faithful once, I will be faithful again because I do not change. And I am faithful. So trust me, come, come to me. David said, I, I stretch out, I spread out my hands to you. I reach to you in the middle of this situation because he is a faithful father. So I want to encourage you in this story of faith and hope is to look back, look back. Even if today, if you don't have that, if you don't have a piece of paper from four years ago that you wrote down something that God has done that you needed God to do and now he's answered it, then today, stop 
today. Take a, take some moments today. If you don't have, if you can't remember, if you can't remember what God has done in the past, then stop right now and write down what you need. Those things, those impossibilities that you're believing for today, write them down. Write them down and go ahead and build that, that reminder. Build, put, put a stone there. Put that remembrance stone here. Go ahead and build this, build it up right now. So then next year, you can look back and check off what he's done so you can remember. If you, can, if you don't feel like you have anything to remember right now, then go ahead and write something down so that you have something to remember later. You have something in the future that you can look back on and that you can see it written down in black and white what he did for you. But I can promise you, He is a faithful father. And if he did it before, he will do it again. So whatever you're walking through, whatever you're going through, whatever your circumstances are right now, whatever the situation is, I encourage you to look through it. Look through it. And if you can't remember your story, you can't remember a specific faithful moment of God in your life, then remember in mine. Because God is not a God that shows favoritism. He does not, he's not partial to any particular person. If he did it for me, he will do it for you. So remember, stop and meditate. If you don't, if you don't like my story, then get in the word, open up the Bible, look at those passages where God was faithful. You can start at the beginning when God was faithful. In the very beginning, when Adam and Eve fell, when they sinned and they were naked, and they, they, they were hiding with the fig leaves, remember the faithfulness of God in that moment, that he took such care. Yes, they had to suffer those consequences. Yes, you know, the, the ground was cursed, and yes, they were kicked out of the Garden of Eden, but in that moment, the faithfulness of God, because he loves us so much, he made them clothes. He made clothes for them and the faithfulness of God in Noah that God put up that he, he called it build the ark and your family, you and your family will be saved. And then when the, the ark struck ground, when the waters began to recede and there was a rainbow in the sky, that promise, it's a promise of God's faithfulness. It's proof of his faithfulness. You know, my favorite story is Abraham and Sarah and the faithfulness of God, the impossibility of that child. But God made a promise and it came to pass. And the faithfulness of God in the New Testament, when Jesus carried that cross, was beaten and bruised and just degraded and and took those stripes and gave up his life the faithfulness of God when he rose on the third day because when he rose on the third day that was that's our salvation that's that's proof that we will rise with him and then when Jesus left us and he said fear not I will not leave you comfortless because I'm giving you the comforter, the Holy Spirit, the faithfulness of God, the the hope that we have when he says, I will come again and take you unto myself. 
the promise of heaven that we have. He is a faithful father. So no matter what you're walking through, no matter what you're going through, no matter what the situation looks like, remember the days of old. Meditate on all he has done. Reflect on the work of his hands and spread out your hands and worship. Focus on his faithfulness because it will not fail. Thank you for sharing this time with me. And like I said, hopefully uh, the next episode, Amy will be back with us and we can get a story of faith and hope uh, from her life. And and I actually am hoping to continue these on uh, with a few more um, stories, maybe from some other guests, if, if that works out. But uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. So thank you for tuning in. And if you have not heard it today, you are loved. You are valuable. You are created with purpose. Bye.